0: Welcome to the Gym Heroes podcast. I'm your host Josh Peacock. Today's show is brought to you by GymDesk, the easiest gym management software you'll ever use. Take payments, create marketing automations, track attendance, and much more. To try the software out free, go to gymdesk.com slash welcome. No credit card or painful sales call required. Today, we talk to two gym heroes, Kevin and Brandon Kist. These brothers own and operate RTS Barbell, a unique strength training gym that's been growing steadily since launch a few years ago. Today, they discuss how they achieve that growth with virtually no marketing budget, as well as how they operate the gym 100% remotely. Without further ado, here's the KISS brothers. So if you guys will introduce yourselves and give us a little bit about your background um, before you got into the gym business, and then also how you got into strength training and um, what led you to start a gym, the sort of things that kind of tie in together. Yeah, so my name is Kevin Kiss. I am
1: the owner of RTS Barbell. Um, uh, this whole thing is, you know, kind of my big dream and journey. Um, the really like quick and abbreviated version is I was overweight as a kid. Uh, I got introduced to lifting weights in high school. It changed my whole life. And, uh, you know, I, I, I always say now that everything good in my life is because I started lifting weights and, uh, I, I knew at 16, I wanted to open a gym someday, um, and it was just kind of a, a, a thing that I knew that I would do. And I didn't know how I would get there, but um, it was always in the back of my mind. And then I was in college. I was a sophomore in college and Brandon had just come home uh, from being away for, uh, I believe, work or whatever. And uh, I told him I wanted to drop out of college to pursue building a gym. So at 19, I left school. With his support and uh we've just been running full steam ahead ever since it's been uh just about five years soon
2: awesome yeah um i am brandon kist i'm kevin's brother i serve as an advisor to rts barbell basically help run the business side of things Um, my background's a little different i went to the university of virginia and studied government. And for years afterward, I worked in D.C., uh, in New York, uh, in various foreign policy roles and, and, and government roles. And in 2014, like Kevin said, I came back to Cincinnati to help run my dad's company, which was an electoral contracting company. So when Kevin dropped out of school, he went to work for the electoral contracting company, which I was helping to run. Um, while also kind of building up to to be in the business. Now, at first, it wasn't a gym. At first, we were doing apparel and other things, but we were sort of in that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, But I was helping run this uh, electrical contracting company and learning about business, learning about the things you need to do to start a company. Um, And as things developed, and as Kevin talked more and more about the gym, I was in a position to really help, you know, get the business in order, start an LLC. Uh, do the things that you need to do to organize and really hit the ground running. And so it was this accumulative thing where we were sort of both back in Cincinnati, we were both in a certain kind of mindset, we were both working for one company while thinking about starting a gym and we sort of grew in that knowledge and in that capability until so we were ready to make the leap. Awesome. Brandon, did you how did you get into strength training or do you or do you just manage I, I just managed. so I I don't spend a lot of time strength training. I'm more into basketball and tennis and things like that. Um, okay. Occasionally I do. Kevin over the years has has gotten me into it here and there. It's not something I do regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really more of the management, and that's how okay. I got pulled in is into the business side. But I think little by little, you know, I see the value in it, and I do. The the more we grow and the more uh, you know, I spend time around it. There's there's certain elements that I get drawn into, but I'm still more of a you know, basketball and tennis person, but, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's been great to, to, to help run a gym and to learn about this world. Cool. Yeah. I've always been more of a like combat sports person.
0: So it's been later in life now that I've, I've seen the value of, of strength training and been interested in it. Yeah. Um, so the business does, cause it's called, you know, RTS barbell. And, um, I was told it's it's really based around more like traditional strength training. And so I was wondering, what is it, what is it your, your gym does? Kevin, that is more, that is different from a big box gym that's like filled with treadmills and stair steppers and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. First and foremost is, uh, we have an extreme sense of community. So actually that's, that's far more differentiation, much more different, uh, than just the equipment we have is that I, we're all about trying to be a family. Um, Mm -hmm. All my closest friends are there. Uh, We're all really very... uh, We have a a lot of people who have become friends there and and we all spend a lot of time together. You see a lot of the same people all the time. So just from a people standpoint, uh, it's really a place that people come to because they want to be seen and cared about and they want to experience an environment where they're supported and uh, I'm trying to give them the best of everything. Um, on the other side of things is just how we operate and what we offer. So we're a 24 seven open gym, strength and conditioning facility. Mm-hmm. So, um, all the entire community, they have 24 seven access. Uh, I don't sell any coaching or programming, which is, is very different from most, uh, facilities that are kind of in our realm. Uh, typically they might have 24 seven, but they, uh, Personal training is a core component for them. I'm actually the complete opposite. Uh, I want to focus strictly on the community and the culture and the facility uh, because that's what I believe that I'm the I'm the most interested and in, the best at. Uh, so like yesterday, we just had 15 pieces of equipment delivered from this amazing company called Arsenal out of Tennessee. Um, and it's 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 my, you know, really my skill set is to is to craft a fantastic environment and then be the one that brings people together to, you know, be happy and be excited and feel comfortable and safe. Um, And that's
0: what we do. And I I think we do it extremely well. Cool. So you said something really interesting about how your, your gym is managed. So you said it's 24 seven in, and I, I think I'm, I was told that it was like it's managed totally remotely. Is that accurate?
1: Correct. So unless I'm in the facility, uh, we do not employ anybody to be in the facility as a, you know, employee or anything like that mm-hmm. so, or a manager. So, uh, we have systems set up, uh, one being through you guys, gym heroes, uh, that allows us to basically run it remotely, um, from all aspects, entry, the soft, the gym software system, cameras, uh, all that good stuff. And, um, You know, we have it down to where if somebody wanted to visit for a day pass or join, you can go through to the website, you can do the entire setup process through the gym hero software. Uh, And then they would receive uh, an email with how to get in and and their access codes, and they would be able to let themselves in. And it's really that it's really that easy. So that is a very unique component for us. I just never I uh, I love lifting so much and lifting such an important part of my life that I wanted to create a place that it wasn't it shouldn't be difficult to have access. Like that's how I felt about it. Like if you want to be there, I want it easy for you to be able to, to, to be there. If you've had a bad night and at 2am you want to go lift, it shouldn't be hard to find a fantastic place to go train and work on yourself and do what you need to do. Uh, So that's really a massive motivation for us is how can we constantly
2: improve like ease of access and that entire experience. I would say that this this mentality dovetailed perfectly with with my thinking, my background. I've I've been very interested in using technology to solve problems throughout the different things that I've done. Um, and when we kind of talked about the vision for this gym, it was this was the part I took the most active interest in. Mm-hmm. Was kind of setting up the technology and the software and the system that would facilitate this uh, with really a minimum effort on our part and really be able to <clears throat> to make it streamlined for people. Uh, and it, it, it's been very much a process. We had not always have the perfect system up front. It has been a trial and error thing. And really, the, the recent kind of within the last six months of onboarding on the gym heroes and really using that as a powerful tool has really um, made it possible for us to, to have an amazing system. So it's been even the last six months, the system has made a huge leap. And gym heroes has been a big part of that, being able to uh, to manage things on dashboard and just have a lot of capabilities that we didn't have before that we had among Four or five different softwares that we can now have from just one yeah that i actually i'm actually definitely interested
0: in talking about that because my next question was was about how how software and technology has really helped make this a reality and you've touched on the software that we provide um and i was wondering because now you've you said you've consolidated from like five co- software down to software's down to uh um down to one uh, what, what 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 where did you start at like what did it look like trying to put every all the pieces together?
1: <laughs> yeah, so it, So when I started in 2017, um, we had basically the where we're at we were a little 600 square foot room within a bigger building that used to be a clock factory. So basically there was like an outside door and an inside door. And I had no control over the keypad for the outside door. That was just a code, the building owner set, but I had went to home Depot and I'd got a uh, door handle, a key code door handle, just like a basic one that you could like put one code in. Mm-hmm. And so for the first couple of years, we ran the gym using uh, basically square in a, in a kind of a way that square wasn't really built to be used, but it processed right. the payments and it, would track the customer. So it kind of Invoice, we made it work. the
2: recurring invoices, the
1: invoices okay. and whatnot. Yep. Um, and then, uh, we used Adobe sign hmm. for our waivers, um, which was kind of a very, you know, simple approach, but it was like covered what we needed to cover. Yep. Uh, and then every, I had this one door handle that had a single code. So everybody that came had the single code and early in those early days, like we, we met, like we did, we ran around to everything. Like I would run up and meet every single person that called or emailed or, you know, whatever. Um, I would shake, I I'd shake every hand. I talked to every person. Um, and we were, we were just always in the systems trying to make sure everything was working and communicating and, or not communicating, but uh, you know, we were doing the things that needed to be done to like keep the system rolling yeah. uh, because nothing did communicate. Uh, and really that's how it started. And it we've we've been able to like take those systems and evolve them little by little as those companies evolved over the years, but we always knew that there was like this point where we were like wishing and dreaming that this perfect for us system would come out and we would discover that would allow us to to streamline everything into you know one software that could communicate to one entry system that tied into one camera system and it all flowed together and uh you know it just simplifies everything for both us and for you know the the members so uh it's been quite the journey over the last you know almost five years but where we started was quite quite uh,
2: uh complicated but we made it work yeah and I would say, um, in addition to the software, as you mentioned, we also had one for sending text messages, like uh, group yeah. texts. Um, and we had a sep- we have a separate sort of camera system. So we had quite a number of different logins, quite a number of different systems. Um, the goal now that we have Gym Heroes and we have um, more capability is that we're going to integrate more things pretty much in the Gym Heroes, including uh, remote access and uh, a camera system that can all sort of be uh, tied together, and of course, Jim Heroes has a uh, text messaging built in. It has yep. dashboards built in. It has communication, you know, with the members built in. It has waivers built in. Yep. Uh, it's it's a night and day difference. Now that's not to say we had like they were all amazing softwares individually. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they didn't work that well together, and that's that's the right. big evolution now. Did you use something like Zapier? Or- like that, or was it like I am, manual or? <laughs> sure. I'm familiar with Zapier. Um, it never, I never was able to find a way that re- that would be very helpful. Some of the things we mentioned aren't integrated through Zapier and they that wouldn't have worked anyway. Okay. So a lot of it was, there was this, a manual facilitation. So I would sort of, we would get a member and there was some backend stuff that we would just have to do manually. And once we set that up, it would run automatically, but there was a little bit of manual intervention with each thing. And as you grow and get 100 plus members, that just becomes untenable to do anything really manually if you can help it. Right. Um, so that's where it became a, a progressively more important thing to find the software system that would integrate things better. Um, but yeah, Zapier is, is amazing tool too. It just never quite worked for us. Um, some other things that you know uh, could have helped facilitate just didn't, didn't really work out. So we were in the market for something that would really bring it all together. Absolutely. Zapier is a really cool tool, but if you if if the softwares that
0: you're using just integrate directly, it's always better. Like always it better. it always it's always better. Yeah. Um, I, I want to back up for a second and go back to your business model and um, ask about uh, if you have like personal trainers and coaches in the business and how they how that works with the business because you said that you don't really have any direct employees of of the business that that are there unless you guys are there. So um, can you explain about that?
1: Yeah, so we have two independent coaches. So essentially, independent contractors. Uh, they operate as their own business. Mm-hmm. They essentially just pay us a flat fee, rent, if you will, um, and they can op- They can operate and work with whoever they want to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, their business dealings have nothing to do with me. That's another unique thing um, that I'm, you know, I'm always proud of and I stand by. Is that with me? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get involved in their dealings. Uh, I want to see them absolutely succeed. So as long as our agreement is met, uh, you know, they pay me a flat rate. So, Mm -hmm. but they can do and train. They want to train from 12 AM to 12 AM the next day and train everybody and make $50,000 a month and do that. Like, that's what I want for them. Like I want these people, uh, Jordan and Ann to, to excel and succeed. So, my job is to give them an amazing environment to do so as long as they meet, um, you know, my singular requirement financially and then the requirement of like being nice and treating people well and clean, cleaning up after yourself. We have an amazing relationship. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's how, that's how we operate. They, they, they have complete control of their deal. I don't take, you know, there's no, the, their money does not flow through me. Um, uh, I have no, no part of that and I have no part of, you know, their, Client acquisition or anything like that. I'm completely mm. hands off. So I trust them to basically be their own business. They have all their own LLCs and insurances and things of that nature. And it's a very harmonious relationship.
0: Awesome. I understand that you guys have grown fast since launch. And um, Randy, you might be able to you speak about a lot about this as well. Is so I was um, I'm sure you can. It's uh, I was wondering, you know, what, what do you think led to that growth? What, what are the strategies that both of you guys have put into place to, to maintain that growth over the years too?
1: Um, I, I think it Brandon, Brandon can definitely answer that, but I just, I, I think I should start because okay. I take a unique approach in that. Um, I operate with this mindset of conviction, not convincing. Mm-hmm. And so I want the facility to speak for itself. I want when you come in, I want you to open the door and I want you to see the, the greatest strength conditioning equipment that the world has to offer. Uh, I want you to see that we don't cut corners. I want you to see that I care more than is almost like healthy and natural. Sometimes I want you to see that we have a community of people that have each other's backs and really care. So my approach since day one has been just that, and that has been our marketing. That has been our, you know, s- s- you know, sales approach, if you will. Like I, is that I don't have a sales approach. I don't sell anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. I I build a facility, and I I I I craft almost like an art uh, how we, you know, the, what we put in and when we put it in and how, what that means for the members and how that's going to improve things for them. And I obsess over those things and that speaks for itself. And people, one by one people come along and really they say, wow, this is, this is very different. They, the quality of care, uh, is so much different than you're going to experience somewhere else. Uh, and that really is is the thing. So we we've grown. We've actually grown. I think we've grown slow, but we've grown in, in control, mm-hmm. um, and that was preferred because it's very expensive to scale. Right. Yeah. And It sounds nice to just have lots of people and whatever, but it, it can be quite expensive to always scale. You need more space. Mm-hmm. You need more equipment. You need all these things. Um, and there's certainly a, a, a happy medium. Just kind of depending on what your goals are and where you want to land, um, but it, it's been a long five years. But it, it also has felt like it's it's been both long and quick in the same sense. But uh, that's been you know from my perspective, and that, that's very important for me is that I, I care much more about letting the facility do what I've created it to do, rather than me trying to convince anybody through marketing and us, uh, you know. Fun, funneling systems and client mm. acquisition systems—that's not my thing. I yeah. and that's not my thing, and uh, I really don't want any part of it. I, I don't. I think it's it's just not ha- authentic to me.
0: Yeah. So the whole funnel hacking thing.
1: Yeah, the funnel hacking thing. I, I get yeah. so frustrated when I hear people talk about it because it's about the people, right? It's about people. They're not numbers. That's that's what it comes down to. I know everybody's name. I know their dogs and their cats. I know what they do for work. Uh, it's like very important to me. Right. And, uh, that's the difference when you walk in and I, you know, when I'm there, I know exactly who you are. I know what you're going on or, or what you got going on. I, you, most people, you know, they, when I see them, we talk for a few minutes, they tell me, I know when people are in car accidents, I know when people are having babies, I know people are moving, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, and we, we, I want to be a, a a pillar for people that they can always rely on, um, and and that's what that's what it is. And so people tell their friends, and people, you know, sh- share on Instagram, and they do certain things, and and really people want this. They want this. There's certain kinds of people that want what we have to offer, so they search for it. Uh, it's as simple as going to Google, and uh, when you know when we come up on Google, it's very clear, very quickly that we're uh, a unicorn, if you will, you know, especially here in Cincinnati. And uh you're, you know, I don't ever I don't wake up to 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 compete with anybody else. Like I don't think about it, what anybody else is doing. I have no interest in what other people are doing, but I know what we're doing is very unique and very special. And we're we we obsessively try to excel at that. So that is kind of to me exactly why we're, you know, like I used to buy one piece of equipment at a time and I would save up for six months to buy one piece of equipment. And yesterday we we had 15 large very 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 expensive and high quality piece of equipment come in and that was a massive accomplishment mm-hmm. but that speaks to like like I, I like will like stay up at night like researching equipment and like i know every company i know everything they make i know exactly how it works i went out to the uh showroom and and tried uh basically the showroom for the company that from that was delivered yesterday i went and did three sets of ten at the showroom in las vegas on every piece of equipment. So I knew personally exactly how it felt. Did I like that? Did I not like that? How would this serve everybody? What problems would this solve? You know, I watch everybody in the facility, if they're trying to like set this thing up or they're trying to, I hate when people have to make shift anything. I don't want you to make shift. I want you to have a premium experience. I want you to go get on that piece of equipment and have an amazing time while using it. Um, so that's that's it. Like that's what it is. I mean, the backend stuff is crucially important, and it 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 simplifies stuff so that we can be opened up to focus more on that. And are you know we know the money's right, and we know everything's in place, and we don't have to worry about that stuff. And Brandon said it, says it best. He just said it in the transition to to Jim here is what we're doing now. He's like. The less we have to worry about all this stuff, the more creative and focused you can be on the things you're the best at. Absolutely. Uh, and so that's really the benefit of that. But yeah, I mean, we, we're where we're at today because of, I think, that conviction over convincing mindset for sure.
2: And yeah. and the metrics, the metrics bear this out. Um, so I run the account, I do all the kind of accounting and analytics, and I have like a daily and weekly and monthly view about the revenue and what's happening and. The biggest jumps in our membership <clears throat> have come when the big when Kevin's made the investments, the crucial investments in equipment, in experience, and then growing, growing the size of the gym. So you can go to the RTS Barbell website and you can see the evolution of what this gym's been. It went from Kevin training by himself in somebody else's garage <laughs> uh, near our parents' house to what the facility that you see today. And then if you go to the website, you can see what's coming. In a year's time, we have plans to build a 10,000 square foot custom facility that we'll own and we'll operate. So but we've seen this, the jumps in, in membership have come when we went from a facility that was kind of one. What was the first facility? What was the square footage of the very first? 600 guess, square feet and 100. 100. And yeah. And of, what were the evolutions of square footage up to now?
1: So the original uh, space after that tiny garage was 600 square feet and then the space next to us opened up that was 400 square feet and i got the building owner to let me tear down the wall in between so that made the whole thing a thousand uh and we did that until uh 2019 and then the uh we really needed more space and uh it just so happened that the space across the hall which was 3300 was uh opening up and um we we were able to get get that, and that's where we're at today. And then now, like he said, we're building. Uh, ideally, breaking ground in March on a ten thousand one hundred fifty square foot facility wow. that is custom designed by me, and uh, you know I'm I've planned everything, and I'm I'm crafting it exactly the way that I think will provide the very best experience. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we started super. I mean, we started in it was smaller than a than a than a, like a small conference room. Like it, it was very smart, two squat racks and two bars. Uh, I mean, pe- people who have been around since then, we joke about it all the time. Uh, but I mean, it was very, very bare bones. It was very grassroots. Um, but I just believed in it all so much. I just believed that people, there were people in the world like me who wanted a place that they could come and they could train and truly feel like they were in a, in a, you know, a judgment-free zone. Like, they could come and they could just train and they could be loud and they could be intense or not be in th- like they could just be how they needed to be and have access to what they, you know, to at least something at the, you know, at the time. And um, I mean, but from the moment we opened, it was just like obsession, just like saving up for like I always was like, well, okay, the next piece, like what's that one next thing that I think will jump us in in value? Like if somebody walks in, they're going to be like, oh, okay, you don't have much, but you have that. Like respect, like you really, you made the right choice doing that next, Um, and that's always been, you know, my mindset is like as a lifter, right? Because I'm a lifter first, um, you know, that I'm thinking, okay, what do I like? What would I be thinking if I came in here and it wasn't me who who was building the place? Like, what do I want to see? How what what kind of user experience am I looking for? Um, and, and so that's what we've been trying to craft around. But yeah, I mean, we started so, 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 so small. And um, it was one person at a time. I mean, somebody would like find us on Google and like come and, vi- come and visit and they would like laugh at me. Like really, I mean, the amount of people that laughed at me that basically were like, oh, this is super cool to my face. And then like never spoke to me again and just ghosted me because they just didn't know how to be like honest in person. Um, there was a ton of that. But yeah, again, like my conviction was I knew this, I knew that I, I was gonna get us there, right? Like I worked full time doing electric. I was dumping every bit of like I, I was paying the rent out of my little what I had left over from electric that I could get out. I was paying the rent. I was saving up for equipment. I was, you know, doing all those things. Like it was a it was a little while before the gym had enough people to even start to kind of cover rent, but mm-hmm. yet alone adding new equipment, yet alone. All the things right so i mean i personally bl- like bled and worked and grinded and paid into for a long time uh to get us to where we're at um and now, and now it's it's really no different other than we just have access to, to more resources um, and we have a much stronger base which is a very powerful place to be to, to operate from with all that support which is incredible we have a, we have incredible people um but, you know, my like my drive and obsession, like I was at the, the piece of property for the building. I, I've been out there cutting down trees all, all week and the 15 pieces of equipment got delivered last night and I'm on the for I rented a forklift and I'm running everything and we're, I'm, I, I don't opt out of any work. Nothing. I, I touch everything uh, because it's that's authentic to me. That's you know, that's just how we do like this. This isn't authentic if I'm standing on the sidelines watching other people do everything Uh, I want to be in it. I want to look back and know that I bled for it, that I worked for it, that my hands uh, crafted it and no one can ever take that away. And, and, and two, it's like for right, you know, um, I always had this kind of mindset that like, you know, good for good or for bad, it's my fault, you know? So if everything goes right, it's, it's, you know, my fault with the caveat that I'm not an island. I've got Brandon. I've got my wife. I've got people behind me. So nothing mm-hmm. I do that I'm successful at is just me. But if everything goes wrong, it is my fault. Right. And I never want to look back and say, wow, I I wasn't in there. I wasn't getting my hands dirty. I wasn't understanding what was happening in this place that we were building. Um, and I wasn't doing I was just throwing money at problems. That's not how I operate. I don't like to throw money at problems. I like to right. be in there. I like to find solutions. I like to understand. Uh, and, and it's that understanding I think that makes us really good at what we do,
2: so. And uh, before we move off this particular topic, I wanted to circle back to one thing that you mentioned that in passing and kind of ties back to your original question, that one of the more powerful things we've done to get people's attention is to have a website that's um, that's very straightforward uh we don't try to like hide the prices we don't try to hide what we're about we just we use squarespace so we don't try to make it complicated we use squarespace we design the website ourselves we have big pictures of every corner of the gym we have a whole list of all the equipment that we have and we have landing pages with prices for day passes prices for student membership prices for regular membership it's very straightforward and then you you know you you sign up directly from that page you don't have to come. You don't have to come for a tour if you don't want to. You don't have to call if you don't want to. It can all be taken care of. If you like what you see and you know you, the information is, is, is all right there, you can just sign up right there coming to the gym. You never have to meet anybody if you don't want to. Or mm-hmm. there's a way you can schedule a tour directly from the website if you do want to have that interaction. Um, and all of that has been made very powerful by what he, what he discussed. When I look at the, the, the SEO metrics, people find the gym mostly from Google Maps uh, mm-hmm. is what it looks like. Yeah. We were very careful early on. That was something that we did know about right from the start is we were very careful to build out that Google sidebar to build out that Google business profile, to build out that map uh, pin, to make sure that people were going to find it in that way. And that is primarily the way that people are finding the gym by searching like barbell gyms in Cincinnati. It comes up, you know, we're maybe first on that side, the first or second on, on the list. And then they might click on the website and go from there. So that, Uh, Is one of the more powerful ways of just getting connected to people.
0: Awesome. Very cool. So it sounds like, so you had your personal trainers, they acquire their own clients, but it sounds like most of your clients are people that come directly to the gym. Is that accurate?
1: Yes. So I don't, I don't from like just a a numbers in the entire facility standpoint, I, we factor in the trainers, people,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. clients, excuse me. But, um, Yeah. Our, our core thing is the, is the uh, members that are there for 24 seven open gym access. So that's, that's who I am in. Like, you know, he and I are in management of really the Mm -hmm. trainers, they are really in management of their people, but their people are part of the, you know, the bigger thing. So I'm Mm -hmm. just as close and have relationships with them, but they're more over on you know, the, the trainer side of things being managed by,
0: by them. Um, so cool. And most people find you through SEO. Are are there any other marketing activities you ever, is it just word of mouth or flyers or Facebook ads? Like what's what's going on there? No, buddy. I, to this
1: point, uh, it's been people finding us, people seeking us out and Mm. people telling other people about us. I've never, I've never spent a penny on marketing. Uh, in the traditional sense. I've spent every penny we have on marketing and the putting the best equipment we can put in the facility, uh, having a very honest and transparent and well-done website mm-hmm. um, and letting that do it, do the work. And yeah. it does. And again, it's it's not the fastest, right? And, and there's gonna be a lot of people, they listen to this and they're, they're gonna be like, this dude doesn't do Instagram ads and he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that. But I'm actually been very happy with how we've grown. Uh, because it's, 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 it's been a very genuine. And when people come along that way, they're coming because they're looking almost always. Mm-hmm. And that's, that means that they want a place to call home, yeah. right? It's not just this fleeting thing that, you know, they saw this, at, like no like they're, they're in search. Um, and that's, that's a much, that's a much better way in my mind. It's a, maybe, Maybe a harder way, right? Like you could really view it like that, but a much better way in my mind to build a a solid foundation of amazing people that honestly truly appreciate and respect what we're what we're doing. Um and and that's that's been, you know, so I don't know what we'll do in the future. Um, but uh, I always view viewed, I view an amazing piece of equipment. And I, I know it seems it seems funny, but I have an amazing piece of equipment as better marketing than a hundred dollars or $200 or a thousand dollars on Instagram. Um, and, and more so is the more value I can, I provide for the people that are already supporting me. Mm -hmm. That is better business and just better everything than it is me seeking. So I don't chase, I have people right here in front of me. I have amazing people right here in front of me. That every day they come in. They're paying their hard-earned money. They're coming in. They're training. I have responsibility to them. Over delivering for them is better business for me than chasing people that are just out there, right? Yeah. Um, if I over deliver for these people, I believe in my heart that that will translate down the road. Whether it's them telling people about it or them going and leaving an amazing Google review. Or whatever it may be, um, you know it, it, that has always been my mindset. Uh, it's 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 just I think it's a, I think that kind of mindset is so is so drowned out right now because all anyone talks about is is you know ads and funnels and all these things right now. Um, and sure, like there's ways of getting just in front of more people, especially when you're a niche. But you know, to this point that, that mindset of somebody coming in for a tour and then looking around and then looking at me and, and just like almost being confused by the fact that we have this equipment, that we have this atmosphere that we, that I'm like, Oh yeah, it's like, Oh, I I can just come in. Like I can just, yeah. 3am. You want to come train, come train, you know, noon, whatever it's, (coughs) excuse me. It's that's that's what we are. Like, that's how we do it. And that's what we do really well. And that attracts the right kind of person for us. Right. Because it, as, as much as we're uh, absolutely all about being inclusive, uh, we're here for everyone. Mm-hmm. We attract a very specific type of person, like mindset. So um, we are very, di- we have a very diverse community, but everyone's mindset's very similar. They're looking for similar things in a gym. So you know, we, we appeal to, to the person that's looking for us. And that's, you know, that's really important.
0: Awesome. What, what, um, what advice would you guys have for somebody who wants to start up a gym or just is a new owner of, of a gym and wants to be successful?
1: (sighs) I will say people say to me often, that oh man you know I want to open a gym I want to do this I want to do that. Um, I would say that if you if you don't absolutely think that you can be obsessed and sustain day in and day out struggle while balancing constant striving for improvement if you're not really willing to do the work i mean really do the work if you're not willing to to just overturn every rock and 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 just travel around every every corner that is necessary it just don't do it. I mean, really sincerely, just don't do it. It is a very, very hard business. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're not willing to, to operate in, in such a way that, you know, I, I believe the best thing that we do is we operate with, with honesty and care, right? If you're mm-hmm. not willing to be that way, it's not going to go well because people see right through that. People don't want to be mistreated, people want to be cared about, people want to be loved people like I use that word all the time. I tell people I love them all the time. And, and, and if you're not willing to just be absolutely obsessed and find the best way to do each and everything you can do, then you're going to be drowned out by everybody else doing the same thing. Uh, And there is a lot of them like, and that's no disrespect to anybody. Um, I, I always say that I believe every gym, you know, every type of gym should exist. Uh, I, I don't. I don't knock commercial gyms. I don't knock, you know, Planet Fitnesses or anything like that. Like there are plenty of people that Planet Fitness is exactly where they need to start, mm-hmm. and maybe one day that start leads them to finding somewhere like RTS, and that's great. Um, but it is a very. I mean, I could go on and on and on about all this. But the last five years, I've I've worked electric. I've worked electric full time. So like I am. We have this amazing facility. Like we're doing, we're building a building, all this stuff. And I've been working electric full-time this entire time. Um, I've been just absolutely night and day, sun up to sun down, just as much as I can. We are, you know, whether it's in the facility, moving all the equipment and cleaning, wiping everything down, talking to people, working on the behind the scenes stuff, uh, laying awake at night, researching uh, equipment, um, thinking about, you know, a... Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big like motto guy. I've got uh, you know the gym's got some mottos. Uh, if you if you kind of look at our pictures, I got a banner. It's I, I, the we call the gym a refuge for the dedicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I I have a, a big stenciled thing on the wall. It says never satisfied. Always thinking about how I can tie the story back into itself and share that with people, uh, so people can really understand that this came from nothing, and yeah. it, it's really. There, because we've been willing to do the honest and right things and just work really, really, really hard. Like, I and I and, and and what's cool now is like we're obviously learning how we can work smart, like, that's that's the beauty, right? But everybody always talks about working smart, but the reality is that there has to be there's always going to be so much hard work that even happens before you could even kind of have the means to always work the smartest, and uh. That's just the reality. That's you know that's just what it is. So you know, Brandon's amazing at finding uh, smarter ways for us to do do those things. But sometimes, especially in facility, like and and along this journey, like I've done every uh, we grew, we grew up in construction. Our dad's an electrician. I've done every tear out. I've done every remodel. I've put together a piece of equipment. I've done electric. I've done. I fixed windows. I've done this. I cut down trees. I I will. I do everything that I can. Um, and that has allowed us to to get to where we're at because I'm not always sending funds out the door, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and and just throwing them at other other people when I'm able to keep those resources here at home and and do that hard work, uh, and and then use those resources to circle back and keep doing the cycle. Um, right. And you know now we're getting to the point where we're we're building this new building and. You know, there's like a, I have a list of things that I'm doing, I'm doing the property clearing. I'm basically, we have contractors and architects and engineers, but I'm managing the whole thing. Uh, I'm going, I'm going to paint. My dad and I are doing all the electric in the facility, in the building, Um, you know, so there's everything that I, we can touch, like we're going to do that work. Um, because at the end of the day, like I want to step back and I want to be like very, very proud that we, that our hands were all over that and that, uh, our our obsessions and passions were, are all over that. And that that shines through uh, because at the end of the day, the story is what, like, I want to maintain the story. I want people to know how we started and the journey and all the things, you know, we talked about. And that's why it's on the website uh, is because I want, I want people to be connected to that. Uh, you're not just coming into a, you know, you're not coming into a, a commercial gym that's backed by venture capitalists. Like, you're just coming into a place that's backed by me. And like, if tomorrow... 80% of the people walked out the door, I would be figuring out how to supplement that so I could build it back up again. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's that it would be me. It would be me who's doing that. Um and and obviously Brandon would be we'd be behind the scenes scheming on how we could make it happen. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that's really what it's all about. I to kind of circle back to the answer, I think that the gym business is super hard if you're not, if you're not just obsessed with it. And I think the other thing too is that. A lot of people want to open a gym because they're lifters and I'm first and foremost, I'm a lifter. But as time goes on, I've actually, I've become, I love business maybe incrementally more than I do lifting. And you have to, because 99% of everything that I do now isn't even about me lifting weights, right? It's about how I can build something for others to lift weights. And so, you know, uh, if it's all just about wanting to have a place that you think you can just waltz into and like lift weights and you don't have to answer to anybody, I don't think that's going to be the way. But if you're really wanting to create a place that's about people, about community, and you've got some greater kind of purpose behind the whole thing, then I think you really got a shot. And if you're willing to work hard, if you're willing to work hard and be honest, I think anything is possible.
2: Gym, business, whatever it may be. So that's kind of <laughs> my thing. I want to jump on that last point of Kevin's. If you want to be in the gym business, you have to know that it is business, uh, and 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 that you have to know that you what you're getting into with that. So there's things that I work on behind the scenes: accounting, legal, insurance, uh, legal structures, meeting with tax accountants at the end of the year. You know, looking at revenue, making sure you have liquid capital that you need, you know, to meet your obligations every month. Uh, financing. And so if you are not personally good at that, then you need to very quickly find people that you trust that are, Um, because this is not, you can't just, like Kevin said, it's not just about having a place you can lift and you're really good at lifting and so you'll start a business. You have to know what business means. And if you don't, you need to find people that can help you out or you need people that you can trust and you need to learn very quickly because there's a lot more involved with even owning a gym than just the weights that are inside of that gym. There's the whole structure of any sort of business is is so important, uh, and I think that's another kind of one of the superpowers that we've had over the years is that we've we've been a good team. Uh, he's been you know the in facility part he has had on lock, and I've I've had the behind the scenes part on lock, and together we've been able to navigate this on both of those fronts, and that's just incredibly important. Awesome, for sure. Great advice, you guys. Um,
0: Where, where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you're doing at RTS Barbell or any one of you individually?
1: Yeah. Super simply uh, two best places is rtsbarbell.com. And then Instagram is at RTS Barbell. Those are really the two, the two ones. I, I, everything that's happening in our ecosystem is either on, on the website or on the Instagram. Um, Instagram, you're going to obviously, you're going to get like day-to-day constant, like little blurbs and things like that, like yep. the equipment being delivered, you know, all that good stuff. But, um, and then I'm, I got to update, I actually need to update all the pictures today for, on the website and all the new equipment's in, but yeah, there's two places, extreme transparency. Like you will know exactly who we are and what we're about by a quick Instagram scroll and a look at our website. And then obviously you can email me at Kevin at rtsbarball.com It's very straightforward.
0: Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you for coming on. Great advice, great talk. And I hope we can get on and talk shop again sometime.
1: Absolutely. This has been great. Thank Thank you.